<laughs> What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for watching Wonder Wonder Repeat. We have some crazy guests tonight. I just want to warn you, this may not be PG rated. Um, but anyway, stay tuned for this craziness. Another week has gone by, and there is still no new intro. What? <laughs> is, that on my to Good fight. is that on my to-do list? Yes. Oops. What's up, guys? How are y'all? We're great. We're great now. Yeah. I know. All Jeff's the got his computer working. going. <laughs> yeah, he's. He, you don't have to be in the same room sitting beside him. <laughs> I, I am not good with technical difficulties. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not good. It, it, it'll it'll throw you for a loop. Yeah. It made me sweat. Made me sweat. It definitely does for a live show because you're very much under the. You've set a date. Like I like I was telling you before the show. I I had looked at your and I was like it had said seven. I was ready for seven. Seven. I was ready for seven. <laughs> Seven went by, and I was just like, so it says in 30 minutes. I'm like, I don't think that's what that originally was. Something is wrong. Something was wrong. But you got it all fixed. Well, we've we've had internet issues um, here at uh, here at Casa de Slayton uh, for a while, and uh, and tomorrow they get fixed. We just had to make it through tonight. Oh, gotcha. And so I knew, I knew that the eve before we get an upgrade, something would happen. Oh, yeah, because it knows. That was correct. It knows. Yeah. And so you called your friend over there, Connie. You're like, Connie, let's jump on this and let's wear matching the shirts. <laughs> you know, we plan this um, pretty much every day. We we select our wardrobes and um, <laughs> we we try every chance we get to I've match. never seen Connie does in a police Connie not have an, Does Connie not have a, an Artemis hat? Yeah, I do. She does. So you're not, you she can wants, go get it. She wants to remind people to be kind. I, be kind. I yeah. wear a be kind hat all the time. Yeah, I don't have a be kind hat. So now I, I have to disagree with you on that, Connie, because I have to show these pictures that Joey sent with the hats. So let That's me. Dangerous. Lots of hats. But but That's you have dangerous. to. This, this is one hat. Yeah, yeah. That's my Uray hat. Yeah, and then we'll go to this picture. Same hat. Same, Same hat. hat. Yeah. <laughs> Same hat. hat. I was just like, she just loves this hat. Yeah. Well, well she was in Colorado. I was in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, well, so, that wasn't from Big B. That was mainly because the rest of her hats were buried under 900 days of clothes <laughs> that she took with her on that trip, and she didn't want to have to dig it out. Yeah. <laughs> this mm -hmm. is your this is your third half commenting, saying, "Yo, what's yeah. up?" <laughs> yo, yo, bats. <laughs> yeah. If for those that don't know, Joey the Professor, he has an off-road overlanding philosopher show. <laughs> so Joey, it's the Professor Bats and Friends, mm -hmm. um, and he actually just came on here before with Chad. Go make sure to catch that. Um, it started at seven thirty, and it was about the circumnavigation route. And Chad's a great guy. We we've actually done the goat trail with him. Yeah, And I just wanted to kind of let you know, when we were on the goat trail, we were camping. It was like a full weekend thing. While we were going out in the woods in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, 
on the left, there was a building and it said above the building, wife training facility. And so we were like, where is this place? We, well, it's a, it's a, I've got it marked in, I think I've got marked in Gaia. I, I think I, I think I marked it. For to take um, me back later, I was like, I can't. I'm gonna write this well. down where I can look that up tomorrow. <laughs> Memory, all right, to do tomorrow. I tried to let her out, but she was driving at the time. I was. I was. Well, it's obvious uh, that y'all didn't stop. So, <laughs> well, that's know. why. That's why I was but, gone for a couple of weeks. You didn't see me. <laughs> yeah. The the funny thing is, after I made that video, I mean, just a few days later, someone that was there watched the video and just thought it was hilarious um mm. and it's i mean it, it's a deer camp is what it is it's and a deer someone, camp ah. yeah someone someone had you know when they were putting it together someone did that as a joke and called it the white family funny perfect uh, name for a deer camp they left. it is <laughs> perfect and yeah. there was a bunch of guys in overalls on the front porch as we drove by and we actually drove back by because we didn't get it recording the first time and so then yeah, we went we had back to, we had to turn around <laughs> we turned around like we had like how many people were with us babe four or five four or five yeah. so we turned back around and then we went back and we were recording it the whole time so that's awesome they, they were like waving like come on yeah that was one of yeah. those that uh, that had to hit the brakes and and turn around <laughs> So that was the whole, I needed to give I you the context it. for the wife training facility. Love it. Anyways. So Joey, tell us a little bit about yourself. What started this crazy adventure in podcast world and how did you get into overlanding? Go. Oh, man. Uh, where, do, where do we, where do we begin? Let's see. <laughs> your, um, your wife, you wanting to get a new vehicle and your wife seeing the FJ. Well, Connie oh, yeah. and I, Connie and I have always rode motorcycles, yeah. and um, we've always done motorcycle-based camping. I actually, we, she rides her own Harley, and um, and I had a Harley, and I had a trailer that I pulled behind my Harley, and we actually had a tent that we kept in the trailer, and we would go all kinds of places. We've been like to several different tent. states. Uh, a ground tent, yeah, okay. uh, because uh, you can't put a rooftop <laughs> tent on the back of a trailer that's pulled by a motorcycle. Um, sure. Or if you have done that, please let us know. Please let us know. Um, but we traveled all over and did that. And um, uh, for many, many years, I had uh, mowed yards uh, as a secondary job to try to pay the bills. And I had this big, giant F-250 that was broke down constantly, decided not to mow grass anymore. And we went down, I had a buddy that worked at uh, Lander's Toyota in Little Rock. And I told him, I said, I've got this F-250. And if I can get it down there, I'm not bringing it home. I'm going to buy something while I'm there. Okay. And so he had this, he had this Tacoma uh, down there. And I, I went down there the, to check out this Tacoma. He had it all washed and all sitting out there real nice and pretty when we got there. Mm -hmm. And um, and I was going to show up with my truck. I was going to trade for this Tacoma. I had all planned out in my head. I'm not a shopper, so I don't shop around. I know what I want. I go get it and I come home. That's the way I do. And so we pulled up. We got there uh, quite a while before he did, before they opened. And they had the Tacoma sitting out there. And Connie looked at that truck and she said, "Nope, you ain't, you ain't going to like that. And I looked at it and I was, I agreed. I agreed. What, I said, what made I you, like, what made you not like the Tacoma? 
Uh, it, you know, I really don't know. Uh, it was, it was. I told him it was a downgrade from what he had. It was not pretty. I've said it in one of the I didn't sit in it. It was locked. Okay. I just looked at the outside. It had some scratches and dents and was not, it just looked like somebody did not take care of it. Yeah. And so I said, well, you know, we're here. I told him I'm not taking that FT50 back home because I got it all the way down there. The check engine light did not come on and I made it. I was not taking it back. So I said, let's just go look around. So we went out, we went out, we looked at a few things that they had and they had a, I believe it was a 2012 solid white FJ sitting out there. And Connie looked at that and she said, what is that? I've never seen one of those. Yeah. And I said, well, that's an FJ cruiser. I remember when they came out in 2007, they had one on 67, 167. I can't remember the name of the dealership, but they had it pulled up on the side of a rock. And oh. I remember going back, going by there thinking those are cool. But I also remember thinking I'll never be able to afford one. <laughs> well, here we are, With you know, two. years and years later. And finally they get enough miles on them, enough age on them that the price comes down. I can afford one. <laughs> so I said, you know, this is cool. And so we drove it. We loved it. Um, ended up um, looking at another one that they had and ended up buying the secondary one. And okay. so that's what got me involved in the FJ and I brought it home. Little did I know the cult following that these vehicles have. And I've it's never cute. been, I've always been a motorcycle guy. Vehicles were just a mode a of transportation for me. Yeah. It was nothing special. And so I never really knew the cult following until I got on uh, Facebook and, and seeing uh, yeah. FJ Cruiser World and FJ Cruiser 4x4 and all these different groups that had thousands of people in there. And little did I know the accessories that you could put on them. And I was like, OMG. And what year was this, Joey? When did you get the FJ? Uh, 2017. Okay. Okay. I think so it was had it for very I had long. It five, I've had it five years. Okay. Um, and so I. You know, it, that was in the middle of the summer. Uh, ended up doing some upgrades to it. I remember the very first thing that I bought was on Black Friday. I got on, um, oh, shoot. What's the four by four, big four by four place that's in Little Rock? Four wheel um, parts. Four wheel parts. They had a big Black mm -hmm. Friday sale. So I bought the Smitty built front bumper and back bumper. At the same time, they had a they had a big deal. Came on a came on a semi truck. I laid out in my driveway. It was like 18 degrees outside. I put the front bumper on. It was so heavy it set the front end down on the bump stops. I mean, it was <laughs> it would look like a freaking drag car. It was horrible looking. And I've I've actually got pictures of where I was like, I don't care what it looks like. We're taking it out in the woods. So we drove okay. this thing out in the woods, and it was like riding on. A washing machine being drugged down the highway. It was horrible. Oh, no. I had no springs, no shocks, no nothing. So then I called a buddy and said, "Man, I got to get a lift kit on there. This thing was horrible." Yeah. yeah. So we put a lift kit on it, and the rest is history. And uh, ended up I've done countless things to this FJ. So how many miles was it when you got it? Um, it had uh, one hundred eighteen, one hundred fifteen, about one hundred eighteen thousand on it. Uh, okay. Uh, last. Last week on the way to West Virginia, it rolled over 200,000. So you put some pretty good miles on it. For something I don't drive every day. Not bad. Yeah, it's, it's got pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, it's not my daily driver, so. 
I've got a work car that I drive every day. So uh, we've taken it on some long trips, but uh, it's been, uh, it sits throughout the week in the driveway and soaking up the sun. And Connie, I know you have always had the Harley. And yes. so you, you love the Harley life. She's actually had motorcycles longer than me. Yeah. Really? <laughs> mm -hmm. So I've been riding for 22 years. So. Oh, wow. So has it always been Harleys for you? Okay. Mm -hmm. And did you do, so you did the off of the off-roading stuff with Harleys? Like, did you do the whole, you know, you see those people at the like a rendezvous. Stuff. Like, yeah, the whole packs that they have on the back and yes. No, not the adventure bikes. The adventure bikes, yes. No, I don't mm -hmm. have, no, I have, no, I have ape hangers, fishtails, and okay. 21 on the front. So mine, <laughs> mine. Yeah, it's a street bike for sure. It's a street bike, yeah. It's a pretty bike. So how far have you driven on it before? Like, what's the longest range? Uh, we've rode, uh, huh? We've rode the yeah. Sturgis twice. How many miles is that? Well, uh, or hours, second, I guess. The second 16, time. 1,600 miles from here. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And Man. the second time coming back. <laughs> that makes my booty hurt. We had, we had a friend that got hurt. Um, when we were in, uh, Sioux Falls and, um, okay. he, um, a bungee cord hit him in his eye and he had to wear a patch on the way home. And so we left that morning and it was 755 miles to Conway, Arkansas from Sioux Falls. And I rode it. I was not a happy camper, but we left about eight o'clock and we got home about one thirty in the morning. Yeah. One th yeah. yeah. Joey, I, I got think she trouble. deserves so much in the world for that one ride for the rest of her life. Yeah, I got I got in trouble. We were only yeah. supposed to ride to Kansas City, and we got to Kansas City. It was a beautiful day. Everybody felt great. I said, well, let's just keep going. So we got down to Fayetteville. Everybody felt great. Let's just keep going. We just kept going, and we ended up not stopping. And she really wanted to stop, but we yeah. didn't stop. And, uh, well, it wouldn't have been so bad, but coming from Sioux Falls, you know, there's a lot of traffic. There was four mm -hmm. car wrecks. We were stuck on the freeway and yeah. it was just, it's the wind just makes you tired. And yeah. then riding Fettville to the car at night yeah. at 11 o'clock at night was just. Lots of deer. Yeah. Yeah. Not riding. She's a trooper. She's a trooper. We had ridden about 4,000 miles that week. And yeah. um, we had ridden up into Montana, um, North Dakota. Dang. Uh, when he got hurt, we had to stay an extra night. We rode up into Minnesota. Uh, we just, you know, that's that's what we did to to explore, and and we loved it, and uh, so it was fun. So I've did. never ridden. I've, I've never ridden a motorcycle longer than ten minutes. Is that uh, is that like getting off a horse after a while? Your yes, your legs. Ache I think I would just fall and, off. Legs ache, your back aches. Um, this you know, is what they, Joey looked like after riding. That's car. exactly <laughs> what I look like. That's that's my buddy. Uh, he favors his dad. Did he? he did he go with y'all? No. No, that was before we had him. We didn't. Oh, okay. We've we, only had him um, four years. So four years. Gotcha. Yeah. So what made you decide, Connie? I want an FJ too, or was that Joey saying you should have an FJ to match my FJ? No, um, um, I had a car. I've always had convertibles and because mm 
just me liking motorcycles and um I was there. getting I was getting my oil changed and um Joey's like he he was out that day and he's like hey while you're getting your oil changed um they have an orange FJ uh for sale there why don't you just go look at it mm-hmm. and so I went to look at it and yeah. It's a 2013 and it only had 5,000 miles on it. So incredible bond. Yeah, it was, it really was, um, that we have the magnets. Those are the, the magnets. Is that that like goat armor? Goat armor. Goat armor. armor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and and she brought it home and, uh, and she said, I don't know. What what do you think? And I said, what? Really? After she brought it home already? Well, she was just driving it. She was oh, okay, okay. And and she said, What do you think? I said, Well, if you want to get it. She said, Well, I just don't know. I just don't know. What do you think? I said, Well, if you want to get it. Mm-hmm. Well, I just don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it. So she took it back. And the, the next morning, the the salesman called and, he, and and the general manager had come in and said, Why didn't she buy this FJ? She needs to have this FJ. So they called her back and she's like, They just call me. They want me to go up there and look at that FJ. Again. <laughs> well, if you want it, go get it. You want to get it. Yeah. So, um, you know, she she went up there and she bought it. And the day we got it, the day we got it, we brought it home, loaded it up, and drove it straight to Albuquerque and almost doubled the miles. Oh, my gosh. oh my gosh. I now have, I've had it since 2018, and I think I have like 29,000 miles on it. So, yeah. That's still you need really, to drive really it good, Connie. No. Well, we're, we're We've got plans. Saying, that's the collector's item. It's the collector's item. Yeah, we got that's plans for retirement. Or, or you know, if Amy Marler really wants to I was buy, say, it, she can. Amy Marler is in this group now. She, uh, she <laughs> has told Houston. us that she has first dibs if we yeah. decide to sell it. So, hmm. uh, I, we'll think I, I think I, I just think heard so. that it was for sale. I'm thinking. Should, I'm thinking. Should put it up on put it up for auction. Well, um, the the thing is is. Is we're trying to make long-term plans. We're, we're trying should, to make, yeah, for all you know, on the show. Uh, <laughs> we're trying to make long-term plans, and we have dreams of owning a Conqueror, just like you guys, but we don't have anything that will pull it. Um, and so yeah. that would be the vehicle that we would sell to buy a larger vehicle to pull a Conqueror. So that's we're, we're kind of contemplating that. We're mulling it over and seeing what we want to do. I mean, like you were saying, those FJs are a hot commodity, especially one with low mileage like that, because they have the FJ Summit and everything out west. So, I mean, because yeah. they, I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, but they don't make them anymore, right? Uh, they, they make them overseas. Uh, they don't make them in the United States. Okay. They're not available in the United States. Uh, the last year that they made it was 2013. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, There's that's always a rumors that it's coming back, but so far it hasn't. Uh, always, every year, every year. Yeah, I love it for sure. Yeah, now, well, either, so, um, our plans is to either get a Tundra uh-huh. or um, a Land Cruiser. Land Cruiser. A new yeah. Land Cruiser. I was about to say, I think you could have bought Missy's Land Cruiser, but it was a little older. No, something a little more reliable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it has what? seen its days. Wait, uh, Wait, there's a Toyota that's not reliable. Let's let's. There see. are unreliable Toyotas out there. I, I mean, it out. had a lot of mileage. <laughs> it, it was a good girl. It was a good girl, but yeah, yeah. 
She yeah. traveled many a places. She did. Yeah. Okay. Good girl for her. So I want to look at some of these places that you've been, Joey, because I know y'all like to travel. I know you um, are a police officer. I don't know if you mind me saying that. I hope you don't because okay. I just did. Um, <laughs> during, but you, you do also for the school. So you have a little bit of time flexibility in the summer. So I know yeah. you hit it hard camping in the summer. I would say, honestly, you probably camp pretty much every day in summer. <laughs> I try to. You know, we work um, actually as school resource officers. We we work more in the nine months that we're in school than yeah. the regular officer does for 12 months. Yeah. So when school is in, we work. When school is out, we're off. That's the way the schedule works now. So we try to plan trips um, on the weekends because we're off on the weekends. Uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, spring break, and summer. That's when our usually our long trips are, are gotcha. taken. So. Well, I know you also have had to work more than that just because of the shortage. And I, I do want to acknowledge you as a police officer to say thank you for that. That's Well, thank you. We do support that completely thank for you. our channel. That. Well, um, you got to have somebody to tell you your garage doors up all night. You do. So. You do. I mean, <laughs> if it wasn't for you, we would probably have no vehicles out in the garage. <laughs> Oh, my husband patrol and they don't tell me. Yeah. 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 They're not as good as Joey. Well, you know, we got some new guys out there. So, uh, yeah, they're not like us old fogies. <laughs> so yeah. some of the places that you've been, I'm assuming this is in Colorado. That's on California pass. Okay. Uh, that was the, uh, that was the first, um, high mountain that Connie had ever been on and bruiser had yeah. ever been on. Um, so we, we got somebody to take our picture while we were up there. It was a beautiful day. So we, we had a great time. Was that your first time to go to Colorado? Was not mine. That was Connie's first time, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. That was 2017. Okay. 18. Some, I think was that does, does Breezer do well out West or anytime he's traveling? Cause our dogs, we've taken ours a couple times and they like, won't eat like they're overwhelmed with all the smells and it's just like it was like how we are honestly because we're like <laughs> amazed that our dogs are like because we we actually called the vet while we were out there because ours just wouldn't eat so finally we just like we're feeding them whatever we ate yeah um bruiser is the best travel dog i've uh -huh. ever seen or heard of when he is in the car he sleeps uh that gotcha. trip right there we drove all the way back from Uray. I was pulling a trailer, so it was really slow. It took us about 25 hours, and he slept the whole way. Oh, my gosh. Um, he, the only thing that we have to watch about Bruiser is he has a lot of food allergies, so we have to definitely make sure that we have enough food. We actually ran out of food on that trip, and we had to make a trip down into Durango. That was the only place where there were actual pet stores uh, to get him some food because he, have to, he has to have single-protein beef. He cannot have any chicken fish or anything like that so you know they have um, the biggest outdoor um dog park there in durango i did not know that it's um, the largest it's huge it's kind of frightening cool. but yeah you know <laughs> go roam the mountain i don't yeah. know <laughs> but he, he does very well um he he has uh he loves to explore loves to get out and uh he he didn't have trouble breathing up there that i can remember um now the, the thing that we did have trouble with him is he hates storms. He hates lightning and thunder. 
-hmm. And so we were camped and, you know, uh, Colorado in the summertime, it storms almost every afternoon. Yeah. Uh, thunder came, lightning came and he just took off, uh, barking and running in any general direction he thinks it's coming from. So we had to chase him down and, and uh, make sure he didn't run off into the highway. But does so he run was, fast? Aw. I mean, it, it must have been he's pretty He's faster good. than you <laughs> think he is, but he's not. Um, he doesn't run like a deer. So uh, he's got big body, giant head, short legs. So as fast as he can go with that, um, yeah, it's uh, he, he's a good I always want to get in his way and try to stop him. He's, gonna knock no, he's, a uh, he's a bulldozer, runs over everything in his path. So, uh, yeah, he is, he's something. He's, uh, yeah, next time you go to Durango, you need to check out that dog park for yeah, sure. Definitely would. Definitely will. Yeah, for sure. And is this also in the that's sand at dunes? the Great Sand Dunes? Okay. Um, that was two years ago. That is with Aaron and Carrie from Artemis. Um, oh, okay. we actually uh, met them there. <laughs> this was uh, about three days short of a um 15, 15 day trip. Actually, oh, wow. two days after this is when we met y'all. Y'all were going out. We were coming back. Oh, I talked to you on the radio. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We, we, were leaving the, we were we're leaving the, the uh, volcano thing, babe. We saw him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When we were when we were going out there, I actually had my radio on. I heard you and Nathan talking, and Nathan said, "There's yep. Joey right there," and I talked to Matt for just a minute. Yeah. Uh, so we missed y'all. Didn't y'all run the Enchanted Rockies Trail? Uh, just a little bit of it, uh, okay. a section or two of it. Um, this was the trip that um, it was kind of funny because my high school baseball coach hired me to pull his boat to Durango, um, not Durango, Gunnison, to Gunnison. And so me and Bruiser hooked up to this boat. We pulled it all the way to Gunnison, drove through the absolute worst uh, storm I've ever driven through in my life. I thought it was going to turn the boat over oh, and we made it to Gunnison. And then we had seven days to make it to Denver. And we went up the, through Pitkin, um, up over Cumberland pass, I believe okay. is what it is. And, right. um, yeah. then we met Connie, we picked Connie up at the airport at Denver. Mm -hmm. And then we came back down and just made our way. That was one of the first times that we had ever, uh, moved, somewhere different every day we didn't camp in one spot for a couple days and then another spot and another spot uh we we picked up and moved every single day and then we end up meeting aaron and carrie uh down just outside of great sand dunes spent three days with them and then went to capulin volcano and then mm -hmm. came home did y'all so, go did y'all go to madonna pass at all yeah madonna pass um okay. that was actually on Madonna passed that picture. Okay. Right, right going after in. we went through the sand dunes, we actually went through the bottom dunes. And I think that was right before Madonna, Madonna pass started. Those, those sand dunes are crazy. Cause at first I thought like little twigs were up at the top, but it was people that had hiked all <laughs> yeah. the way up. Yeah. Cause I would come back yeah, home I and I was imagine. going through all of our camera pictures and stuff. And I was just like, that's a person. Look, that, that's incredible. It was so hot. Yeah. And people were, people had those overgrown snowboards and they were yeah. walking up that sand up to the very top. Yeah. Uh, to, and you know, it would only take them about 18 seconds to get down to the bottom and then they would take her out. And I thought, <laughs> good Lord, what a workout. It is. Uh, just because, for sure. just for walking in the sand down where it was level was yeah. a, was a chore. 
and yeah. trying to climb those dunes that was that it's kind of like the way it was at white sands too whenever we went to white sands in mm. new mexico it's kind of the same you know you're, it's, yeah. the, it's the sand that you're having to trudge through <laughs> yeah and there so was uh there there was a couple people that were stuck um out there you know they had taken wheel drive only and they didn't uh, you know um <laughs> And they just take off up through there, but there was a um, a national park ranger that was helping people, making sure that they only were doing that. But when, when the first night we spent the night there, it rained the whole night. We were under under our uh, awnings pretty much the whole evening. Every, I mean, we pulled in there when it was raining too. So yeah, miserable, yep. miserable. But we had a great time. Had a great time. Matt, you're muted. I don't know why you're yeah. muting yourself. Because <laughs> I had, because I had to clear my throat. Oh, yeah, I didn't want to do that to everybody. So, but yeah, but I forgot to unmute. So yeah, uh, I'm uh, over my sinus cold, so I'm I'm woofing down cough drops like they're going. <laughs> yeah, when we pulled in there, it was it was dark. It was like ten o'clock at night by the time we got there because we it had rained. issues on the way, and so we had no idea what this place looked like where we were. <laughs> and then we wake up in the morning and it was just gorgeous. Oh where yeah. We, where we found yeah. a spot to camp and it was so cool. I didn't realize that there were so many spots to camp on that, yeah. on that pass, you know, you about every, um, so quarter mile to mm -hmm. half a mile there was, and some of them were really big. So if yeah. you had really large groups, I, uh, that you, they're real to hard to find in the dark. I guarantee you. <laughs> They're real hard guarantee. to find in the dark. Because there's there's not a whole lot of street lights on that pass. So, you know. Um, but that area, the cool thing about that area that I love, and especially about if you didn't stop at Capulin uh, Monument, uh, the volcano, it's it's in the top five darkest places in the United States. Oh, yeah, wow. So, buy it so many times that I've never stopped. Yeah, oh, me too. And we decided to stop this time. It was so neat. There's a one mile um, walkway where you can walk all the way around it. And also, if you go in, um, in the summertime, the ladybugs migrate to the center of the volcano. Oh, wow. So it's really neat because it's really cool down there and they're escaping the heat. Huh. Um, but I really want to wow. go back and go at night because, you know, it said it was one of the darkest places in the United States. And I'd really love to go back there at night. But it was a really neat place. And plus, it was between uh, the end of Madano Pass and where we were actually going to hit I-40 to come home. So it worked out good yeah. for us. Yeah, Nathan is on. He's saying, hey, guys. Hey, hey <laughs> One of these days, I am ready to get out to, to both Colorado and Utah and not have an agenda and just mm -hmm. be able to just to, to stop any place we see but and to not do there, like we, any badge trails yeah every time we got there we've you know yeah we've got an yeah. agenda i understand gotta, i understand so. and that and that trip there was i think that's why i really enjoyed that trip so much because the only thing that i had to do on that trip i had to get to gunnison and then I had to I had to pick up Connie by a certain time because I knew when she was flying in. But I had I had no agenda of where I was stopping, where I was going, how far I had to go uh, on a certain day. That was at um, Taylor Reservoir, uh, yeah. which is um, mm -hmm. between yep. there. just outside of Buena Vista. Yep. Um, and a beautiful a cold spot. water, 
cold. Such a beautiful spot. That was after I picked up Connie. I think it was the third day. Um, and, you know, that area was so beautiful that I was kind of in a predicament because I had Bruiser and I had, you know, gone, explored and found some beautiful campsites and and some beautiful areas. And, and I thought, I really want my wife to experience this mm -hmm. because I didn't want to go to a place and then her not be able to experience what they I have had seen what you had. Yeah. And so what really in a, in actuality, what I did was I took her back down the same exact route that I took all the way back to Gunnison. And then Aaron and Carrie contacted us and we, we uh, hauled butt down, cool. down to, down to meet them. But, you know, I went up and I took her back to almost the same exact places that we had camped and, mm -hmm. And I wanted her to experience that because that was such a beautiful, neat area to have those little See, towns in that in the yeah. middle of nowhere like that yeah. is is uh, fascinating to me. And I just and really Joe, enjoy you, Joe, you've inspired me. So, babe, I think me and Oakley need to just take off and, you know, have a, a father pup one on one trip to out to Colorado or. You have plenty yeah. one-on-one -on -one trips. Maybe I can't help it. You're not taking Oakley. You get to go all the time and everywhere by yourself. You know, this was this was the first time Bruiser had went with me on a trip like this uh, where we had moved Bruiser. around. And um, he don't know what's and going on. It was so funny <laughs> because we drove straight to Gunnison. We did not stop. We did not spend the night or anything. We drove straight through the night. Got there, and the very first night that we spent was in Colorado. Um, just outside of Pitkin. And by the third night, it was every, every afternoon about five o'clock in the afternoon, I'd be cooking dinner or sitting down or whatever. And I would hear him. He would be sitting at the bottom of the ladder of the eye camper whining, oh. ready to go to bed. And I would have to haul his big old butt up into that tent. And he would just sit up there. He would go to sleep, look out the window. He loved being up there. And uh, so that was That's a awesome. really, really neat time for us. Mr. Well, Panini was, says Nine Mile Canyon in Carbon County, Utah is a nice drive. It's paved, but nice view. Several stops to look at glyphs etched in the rocks. And I would I also, I know that you had sent, let me see if I can find that picture. And I have to show it now that you mentioned Bruiser up in the top. There it is right up there. Let's see him. So do you him. lug him up there? Surely he doesn't. Just have do. all those There's, there, there is no... Um, Ramp that can't be racing. Yes, there is. Well, there's a ramp, you know, a wrap that you can wrap around the ladder. They, they do have a wrap. You wrap around the ladder that dogs can climb up there. But I just pick him up, throw him over my shoulder, and <laughs> tote him up there. Now, getting him down is the hardest part because Hard. he starts pawing. Oh, he doesn't uh, want to. he's falling. He doesn't trust his dad. But So do you have to do yeah. the same to Connie whenever you're ready to take her? You just pick close. her up? Close. Very close. Depends on how much... Uh, how late it is or whatever. That's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I'm usually in bed a long, long time before I ever get it up. It depends there, on so. if yeah. we went and had margaritas before is what you're saying. Correct. Okay. Correct. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Dylan MTV says, do you guys daily your rigs or are they designated for overlanding and off-roading only? How do you justify the low gas mileage? What kind of gas uh, mileage are you getting? Um, I get, let's see, on the way home, uh, pulling the trailer from West Virginia last week, I got about 10 Ooh. miles a gallon. Um, without the trailer, I get about 14. Connie's rig gets about 21. It doesn't have 
quite a bit. As oh, much. hers is not near as heavy as yours. It's not near as heavy as mine is. Um, yes. Pretty much all hers has is a lift and a rooftop tent. That's it. Um, yeah, tires. That's it. Yeah, tires and sliders. But um, now they are not our daily rigs. Um, you know, when we bought when we bought Connie's um, FJ, that was whatever she drove was our daily driver. That's what we went, ran to town in. That's what she commuted to Little Rock in. And so when we bought the FJ, we kind of put ourselves in a predicament because the reason that we bought it was it had low miles on it. If mm -hmm. you buy something with low miles on it, you immediately start putting miles on it. Then that kind of defeats the purpose. So I actually went and bought a Prius <laughs> to be our daily driver. Yeah. Now, I can justify the mileage <laughs> on the Prius. Uh, right now, lifetime, it's got 102,000 miles on it. Lifetime, it's sitting at 44.6 miles a gallon. Um, <laughs> but, um, and I have a company rig that I drive every day. Now, yeah. I did not, and I've had this conversation, and this comes up. I don't know if it comes up on the Jeep groups or it whatever. Does. Yep, Constantly, absolutely. every single day, people are griping about mileage on these FJs. And I'm telling if you, if you're going to go out and buy a square brick, putting a lot of weight on it, you're more aerodynamic than ours. Yours at least uh, I don't know. I just don't know. It's built like, I mean, it's, it's square. It's That's square. Cool. And I know Jeeps yep. are square too. I didn't, I didn't buy it for the mileage. Now I don't like it. I don't like getting 10 miles a gallon. I don't like it. I don't like that gas is $3.89 a gallon. But, you know, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to be able to go out and go on these adventures because that's that's my getaway time. That is yeah. the time where I... It's smiles I, per gallon. <laughs> smiles per gallon. I love that. I love that because that's when I unwind and, yeah. and actually let loose of all the things that's been crammed in my head for so many, so many weeks or months or whatever. It's, it's, it's time to get away. And I think so, that's how we yeah. would justify it too. When people ask, how do you justify the low gas mileage that we're getting or how expensive it is to fill up the gas and knowing that we're fixing to go through a crap ton. Um, I you mean, just, it's just, just. Kara works two jobs and she works extra at one job to pay for the gas and we're yeah. done. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's basically it. Same here. Same here. And I, you know, when we, before we went to West Virginia, um, it was when the gas spiked and, yeah. you know, it just kept going up, kept going up, kept going up. And I thought this is not going to be a fun trip for me because I'm going to worry about paying gas. This seven day trip is going to cost yeah. me around a thousand dollars in gas. Yeah. Um, but is that worth it to me to not go? To, to stay home. No, it was not worth yeah. it to me to stay home. We went. And some people, it may be, you know, so it just depends on what you want to do, really. Like, it, well, some people may, may cannot afford it. You know, I can, I can work. Yeah, that's real. Uh, yeah. That's, that's real. That's being real. I, I can work extra. I can work overtime at different places and yeah. make money specifically for gas. I've got a huge trip planned for June and I'm worried about gas. So I am working extra and, putting and I can tell you right now, everybody's hiring so if you want to go work for some extra you could get a job yeah mm -hmm. yeah i mean well i mean for karen i mean of course we both have jeeps and th they're our daily i drivers. get 16 Luckily, by the way 
I get 16 miles per gallon. A little over 16 miles per gallon. I I was happy. I got 13 today going to Cabot. Um, but when he pulls to, the tank, it goes down to nine. It does. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, I went to, you know, I had that trip to Kentucky. And I was like, okay, this, this trip's going to cost me a good, you know, 60% more than it would have a year ago. And that's okay. Um, yeah. We've, you know, it, it, that's okay for us. And we've made the decision that when we go to Colorado in July, we're going to be incredibly stupid and take both sheeps. Incredibly stupid and take both sheeps. If you didn't hear him because wow. he's frozen. Yeah, take he just, both sheeps. Am I frozen? Yeah, yeah. well, you were. I'm yeah, now, now you're not. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're well, in you know, July, we're going to be incredibly stupid and take both sheeps. And we're just going to suck it up and we'll save for it. And he's we're, we're going to have a heck of a time. <laughs> Robert well, says he's only getting 14 with the Jeep on 37s and just 10 in his forerunner. How yeah. much do you get in the Tacoma is what I want to know, Robert. Yeah. You'll have to come back to us on that. But Joey, I want to talk about some other things with your rig. It is one of the most incredible built FJs rigs <laughs> that I've seen. Quite honestly, well, I'm not you even kidding. Much. I seriously think Matt should do a walk around of your rig. Plan it. <laughs> do what you need to do. I honestly, I'm not just blowing smoke because you have built that rig and you've, you've tested so many things. I know you obviously are wearing the shirt. Artemis were super, super fans of Artemis and Aaron Matowski. Go check them out. Um, they're in Springfield, Missouri. But anyways, I know that you rep a lot of the stuff that they sell there. And so mm-hmm. like here is, is this the howling moon? Yeah, that's the howling That's our moon. trailer. That's our okay. trailer right when we first got it. Okay. Um, that the the tent and the and the two seventy on it. That's huge. It's big. That's real big, and you have one on top of yours as well, right? Like that. Uh, I did. Okay, because you went through um, several setups here. Yeah. Talk um, about that. Uh, we Joey have changes, Joey changes tents more than I change underwear. Yeah, there's a different well, one. Well, that, that's <laughs> the camper. that's the eye camper. That's when we're in Colorado. That was our first um, rooftop tent. Um, when we, when we got that rooftop tent, I had a homemade roof rack that a guy in Springfield had to completely rebuild in his shop during the first more in order to be able to mount that. So we got that during the first more, I bought it secondhand. Um, that tent is now on Connie's FJ. Oh, okay. So we still have that tent. I'm super pumped. Um, I just got that tent. I went from that tent to a free spirit evolution. Um, it's a lot like the clamshell, but it went straight up. I think you've got a picture of that too. Yeah. Um, it, it went up on one side and then went up on the other. Uh, that's the one that I just had um, that I left that tent in West Virginia. A buddy of mine just bought that tent. Gotcha. Um, you, here's another one, isn't it? Nope. That's, that's the same, same one. one just opened. Let's um, see. That's, that's the Howling Moon. It was a 62 soft shell. That's the first that's time I had that was the first time I had a soft shell on there. The soft shell I found out is really nice on the trailer because mm-hmm. it's really easy to get to on the FJ with the awning. It was really hard to set up. I couldn't get to the zipper. I uh, really had a hard time. I had to have a ladder to set it all up. Um, and so I really enjoy it on the, on the trailer, uh, mm-hmm. but I really didn't like it as much on the FJ. So I'm going back to a hard shell. I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm getting. Um, I've been visiting with Aaron. It's either going to be the Howling Moon 
hard shell that pops straight up, or it's going to be an alu cap. Okay. Um, and uh, I didn't whichever, realize Howling Moon made a hard shell. I, I would be interested in seeing that. He has he has one, um, and it it pops straight up. It it's the only it's the only rooftop tent I've seen that has a real mattress. It actually has a real mattress like what is put on your bed. Nice. So it's it's really neat. Uh, pop straight up has awnings or has little overhangs on both sides, um, and so it's real easy to set up. And, and that's what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm looking for something that's real easy to set up um, because I'll be using it a lot by myself. So yeah, I will say we looked at one of those because we have fully support like. James Global Road, he has one of those. It's called, I think it's called the Navigator. And it yeah, pops exactly. up like that too. And I was going to get that for my Grand Cherokee whenever we were first looking at what tent to put mm -hmm. on my vehicle. But he was saying if it's for a woman, he said it's a little bit more difficult because as soon as you go to put one side down, the other side will pop up. So it's like this constant <laughs> juggling yeah. thing. And so that's the only, I was like, eh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but I will say, I don't think I will ever go back to a soft top, ever. Yeah, nope. like I said, it, I, I love I love the tent that's on our trailer uh, because it's big. It's really big. We can put Bruiser up there. It's got a really nice annex. When you put the annex and 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 do the awning out with the walls, yeah. it is amazing, amazing base camp. Um, but for the FJ and what I use it for, mm -hmm. um, you know, I wanted to have a setup. And I think we've had this conversation before. I wanted to have a setup that where it was the best of both worlds, where I could take the trailer, have a base camp. If I get on the top of Imogene and it's beautiful weather, I want to stop and I want to uh, camp there for the night. I have something I can set up real quick. Uh, everything is uh, self-sufficient on its own. Um, I don't have to have one. I, I don't have to have both. I can have one or the other. Um, and so when we take quick trips on the weekend, uh, I may not want to take the trailer because we just want to set up something quick and do like that. But right. if we take long trips and want to base camp, we have the best of both worlds. And that's, that's yep. really how we, how we wanted it and how we planned it. And so putting the hard shell back on um, the FJ will make that much more appealing to me because right. with it, with the soft shell on there, it was, it was almost like, man, I don't want to mess with that. You know, I, I don't, it's too, it's too hard, especially by myself. Um, I don't want to have to have a workout and be all hot and sweaty by the time I'm putting everything up. Uh, I just want to pop it up and be done because yeah. really all you're using it for is to sleep in. Yeah. It's yeah. not, it's not like you're going to spend all your time in there. And so it doesn't make enough sense to me to have this big glamorous thing that you're going to spend eight hours in and get up and fold it up. Yeah. And so that's, that's one of the reasons why we went with Global Road is just because it's a budget. It works. That's all you got to need it for. Um, Mr. Panini says he's absolutely, or she, sorry, I'm absolutely terrified of heights. I'm not sure if I could convince myself to sleep in a rooftop. I will say I, after the first night of sleeping in a rooftop tent, I'm always a little queasy when I wake up the next morning. I don't know if it's just because of being up high and like, I'm a tosser that, and turner. So I that think 10 foot of altitude, maybe, maybe, yeah. you know, it gets, it gets me, it gets me a lot, a little lot headed. Um, <laughs> But I will say I do that in the hammocks too. I don't. I think it's just the movement. I don't know. Uh, but the the heights never do bother me. You know, I've got vertigo real bad. Mm -hmm. uh, that may you may have a hint of that. Uh, oh, maybe. Because I have that. I have that as well. Uh, it's. Uh, I have 
uh, where I cannot, you know, ride rides or anything like that. I have a tough time sleeping in a hammock because I can't sleep in anything that's moving. And uh, but I really haven't had that in a rooftop tent. Uh, I'm not afraid of heights. Edges get me a little bit, but yeah. not height. Um, but for me, uh, and I'm thinking of having a Jeep is kind of the same thing. Uh, when you have a small vehicle, we had a ground tent. We started out with an Oz tent, uh -huh. and that's what we had. But the problem with the ground tent is, is all the stuff that you have to take to put inside of it. Yeah. So we had, we had cots, wow. we had mattresses, we had pillows. All that stuff was in the FJ. Well, once you put that in there with Bruiser, you ain't got room for anything else. Yeah. And so having a rooftop tent, uh, especially with the eye camper, where we could store our mattress, our pillows, our covers, Dude. all that was in the tent constantly. So that got everything out of the vehicle yeah. and made so much more room for us to put our clothes, put, put our food, put our stove, whatever we wanted to take in there. And we didn't realize that at first, but that was part of learning the lifestyle. And, you know, I could read all day on the Internet about yeah. how to do this or how to do that. But once mm -hmm. we would never would have known that until we got out there. And, and you're always going to read yeah. other people's views and opinions on things. Yeah. But that may not work for what you want to do. Yeah. Oh, we see it every day on, yeah. on every different group we're in. Yeah. Uh, I, I need some tires. What are the best tires? <laughs> I mean, come on. Everybody's going to say whatever tire they've got. But the I tire mean, that I want is the best. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, don't answer blanket questions like that. You're just going to have to get out there and experience it for yourself because, you know, the, you could we could park our rigs beside each other and no two things are alike. Um, we can't talk about tires. But we, we, no, we do the same thing. Yeah, I saw your tire post today, so I'm sorry I brought that up. <laughs> And I and I know which one it's going on because you can tell by the tread. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see, I guess. Hmm. Um, yeah. Sink I mean, cycle. Said, Look, just been... picked up a Gazelle T4. You ever use one of those? I've carried I one in the back one. of my Gladiator. They look really nice. Honestly, yeah. I looked at getting one at one point. And I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, it's just extra. It's just really long. It's like a body bag that you have to carry around. Yeah. I mean, see, Kyle says the same thing that I just said. The cot, the pads, the bedding—they take up so much space. Yeah, and that's the—that's the thing that people don't realize about rooftop tents. Yeah, they're glamorous. Yeah, they're the end thing, but they're also very practical because mm -hmm. if you get the right one, you can store everything inside of it. Yeah, Robert does say yeah. his roof nest—he likes it, but you can't store any bedding up there, mm -hmm. so that takes away the convenience. And there are some that don't hold the, the bedding. Yeah, and 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 nowadays. Uh, people are looking for the thinnest, the lightest, and I'm thinking y'all must not have. They're they're not comfortable. You can't store anything in them. They're not very practical. Sleeping on a on a yeah, you must enjoy sleeping on a piece of plywood. And they don't they don't save you maybe a tenth of a gallon mile per gallon because of the thinness. Of, you're still going to catch all the wind. Yeah. Um, and so if you get one that's a little thicker then you will be able like a eye camper or like the ones y'all have from global road mm -hmm. or like the, uh, the ones that I'm going to get you you, you have room for the mattress, the, the sleeping bags, the pillows, all that stuff stays up there and you've got so much more room in your, in your vehicle. Yeah. And if you drive a small vehicle, which 90% of us do, there's not much space. It's, it's unless you have deletes, like if you have rear seat deletes, but then like we have family, so we can't exactly do that unless the kids yeah, we not can't delete our seat yet. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I have done that. It was the best thing that I've ever done. But like I said, I don't have kids all around. So, yeah. Yeah. But that's been, that's been, as I've gone through this and my rigs have changed and my priorities have evolved, um, saving time and making my life easier at camp has been a priority. That's priority. Everything easily accessible, everything easy to set up, quick Mm. setup, quick takedown. Because yeah. I, I hate getting to camp and you got to spend an hour. Hate it. Setting up your kitchen, setting up your tent, setting up your cot, set, you know, yeah. inflating your mattress. So let's uh, talk about right, that for then, a little bit, babe. Yeah. Like, I know you have everything on the back of your gladiator. At one point, we yep. had the VRV camper. Joey, you've had a trailer with a tent mm-hmm. on the back. What are the pluses and bonuses of? the two differences, like one, you can have a base camp when you're portable. I know you just kind of talked about this on your show as well. What do you prefer? I mean, I know there's the time for everything, honestly, but if you were just a go-to, what would you prefer? I love the convenience of the trailer. I love um, being able to carry more um, creature comforts with the trailer. I don't mind the trailer taking a little bit longer to set up because I know it's going to stay in one spot for four or five days. That was in big Bend, So we, we were able to set everything up and leave it there for five or six days, but preferably, um, and we talked about this earlier, uh, the less stuff you get out, the less stuff you have to put up. And so preference for me is I, I can't tell you how many times I have, went into Artemis or went to Moore and looked at something and thought, man, that is cool. I've got to have that bought it, used it once, never used it again because I thought it would be cool to have. But like Matt said, if it, I spend 90% of my upgrades are making my life easier and making setup quicker because if it takes you too long to set it up, you're going to end up hating it not using it or end up not going. And so everything that I've done to my vehicle with the rear seat delete and being able to keep things in there a hundred percent of the time um, and not having to load and unload and load and unload, uh, being able to keep my stove in there where it's easily uh, accessible, keeping my fridge in there where it's always there. All I have to do is throw food in there and I'm done. Right. The the tables that are in there. Did you, that's all we heard say it again did you did you can you hear me now yeah okay did did you send kara a picture of the back of your fj you know he did because i said he's got i like his i like she specifically requested it i did i don't don't know if i if i okay this is the most recent setup uh so i just added the expedition one uh dual swing out bumper um Everything in that is accessible. Yeah. Because that's what I hated I in the back of better. my Wrangler of having to, of having all the totes. If I wanted something in the bottom tote, I had to pull out three totes on top of it to get to the stuff in the bottom Same tote. Same here. And that drove me bonkers. Drove this may, me, this may look crazy. completely overwhelming. accessible. But I just want to say that is one of the most organized rear ends I have ever seen. <laughs> Over over on the left side, um, <laughs> on the door that swings out, I've got my spices. I've got my 
Your uh, overland paper, spices. Paper towels, overland spices. Got my paper towels, my toilet paper, and my cleaning stuff. And then I've got a fold down table um, with my knives that I use to cut everything up. I've got two drawers. One drawer on the left carries my coffee maker and my cooking utensils, which is consists of three pieces of cast iron. Yeah. And then on the right side, it holds my stove like that previous picture that you showed up there. I, I actually upgraded that, um, that, that right side drawer because the problem that I had, and I love the setup, but um, the problem that I had was when I upgraded my refrigerator, I had to move it from the left side to the right side. Mm -hmm. And that's, a, that's the side that my stove has to go on. So every time that I, would always forget something in my fridge. I would have I to pick my stove up and hand it to Connie, say, hold this for a minute. Then I'd have to pull the fridge out, get something out of it, put it back in, set the stove back down. And so now since I put a drawer inside of a drawer, I've got my stove there and I can pull my fridge out when the stove is out. So that solved all that problem for me. And is so that another every, drawer system there on the left, Joey. Tell okay. people um, what that is beside the fridge, Joey. What is that is <laughs> okay. When I was when I was deer hunting with a buddy of mine, he he's the one that goes to all these auctions and buys this stuff that everybody has for sale. That is actually a, a metal file cabinet that is beside my what? Uh, refrigerator. Yeah. Um, I actually took magnets and I glued on the inside of the drawers to keep the drawers closed. Uh, that is a metal file cabinet. It was the perfect height, and beside that is my running water that I made out of a jerry can. And then I have some storage over on the left side of that. So I have my running water. The bottom drawer on the file cabinet holds all my food. Uh, the top holds um, hoses. Um, sometimes I keep my Coleman oven in there, uh, different things like that. So uh, everything's right there, easily accessible in one spot. The best thing in this picture is the way that I did my stove. And in the dual swing out where I made that table, it did not come with that table. I actually had to make that table. That table is actually made for a TJ Jeep. And I had to get one that was short, compact, and would fit in that space. So I put that on the inside of my swing out. So when it swung out, I would be able to have a table right there where I was cooking on the stove. I think that's an amazing because you can go from cutting to your, your cooking. Like it's just so one spell swooped right there. I absolutely love it. Absolutely. Now how much weight would you say all of that adds? Um, Is that kind of like a trade-off for gas? You kind of have to. Yeah. I, you know what? People true. ask me all the time. how much they weigh. People <laughs> ask me all the time. You can't ask all how much the time. rig weighs, babe. That's rude. How much, how, how much do your rig weigh? Have you ever weighed your rig? And I was like, why would I want to weigh a rig? I don't care. Uh, all these people are so hung up on gross vehicle weight ratings and all this other stuff. Yeah. And let me tell you, if I'm not busting springs and shocks, it's good. It's yeah. fine. Um, so anyway, it's great. It's yeah. a lot better now that he's got his new expedition uh, bumper with swing out. So, well, and and also I, I did have a lot of sag in the back because mm -hmm. when I did my original, me too, Joey, me lift, too. Yeah, I'm not talking about personally. <laughs> I'm talking about my FJ. Um, <laughs> uh, I ha when I when I did my first lift kit, uh, I 
I wasn't making a lot of money at the time and I really had a limited budget. So I did what every poor man does. I bought a rough country and the rough country. I know, I know that is like but let me tell you for four years, that thing suffered through all of these pictures that you're seeing. It went everywhere. It went on Imogene pass. It went on engineers pass. It took me down everywhere. But the problem is four years later with all that weight, it got really tired. Yeah. I mean, really, I, there, I, I still had the original OEM springs <laughs> on there because all it came with was shocks. And so it was back. Uh, when did I go up to Tony's babe to get that done? Two About months ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I went up and put a new lift kit on it from Iron Man and it had uh, upgraded heavy duty springs and that totally changed everything. Yeah. It lifted the back end up about three or four inches where it was supposed to be. Got everything where it was supposed to be. It raised it up. Rides a lot Jacob better. A lot better. I'm not, I don't have the California I mean, Matt squat. did that too. He got some airbags for the back because whenever he would hook up to the Conquer, it would squat no. him down. I've, I've, I've been told uh, about the airbags. It's probably one of the best upgrades that you could possibly do. And so They actually work. They actually work. And uh, yeah. I'll probably have those in my future. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Matthew now, Dean got, has asked, have you had any issues with the trailer ever flipping over? I have not. I um, I have not taken it down any. Um, how, how could I put this? Technical. Major technical trails. Any videos that are in any trails are in Matt's videos. I haven't <laughs> taken them down any of those. Um, now, I did get the uh, articulating hitch on there. Um, yeah. Uh, because uh, just in case, you know, I wanted it. Uh, I, that trailer is homemade. Uh, it was built by the uh, the students at the high school in the welding shop. Uh, I took them an axle from an M100 uh, military trailer, and they built everything from the axle up. And so it took them about five months. Um it was uh, amazing. I drew it out on a napkin. They did exactly how I wanted it. Awesome. Um, it bounces a little bit going down the interstate, um, but getting it out on, on a, a slight trail, I've taken it down um, the road that goes by uh, Car Wash Falls. I've yeah. taken it down there. So semi uh, uh, places that are not, not too bad, but I haven't taken it down any mat trails at all trail. and probably d wouldn't because that's not what I got it for. Right. I got it for finding a place where I could base camp just off the highway down a little dirt road, down a little, you know, uh, uh, whatever road and parking yeah. it and then being able to unhook and go do whatever. I want. Well, if you've noticed, we've not taken the conquer to any of Matt's trails either. I don't blame you a bit. And one reason for us, not that it's, it's definitely capable and can do yeah. all of that stuff, yeah. but it's going to be our home. And so we don't want to like break our home before we're living in it. We're not going to wreck our home. So the very first weekend we take it out, I mean, it was a very, very short trail, but that trail to get to the campsite wasn't a walk. I mean, it was, yeah. It had some some deep. It had some mud holes along yeah. the way, and 
a steep, yeah. mm-hmm. a steep descent in slightly off camber, a steep, you know, when we left, a steep climb out of there. And Apparently, it, we need to go check on our internet really tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> am I frozen? Yeah. You were. Yep. In and out. <laughs> Why am I the only one frozen? Oh, Maybe. I don't know. Huh. You know, and that's Maybe. a good question. Um, CNC Cycles asks um, trailer yeah. security. You know, when we were when we dropped our trailer, we stayed in um, uh, in the in the place just left me. It's Ironton Park, so it's okay. just a little uh, place yeah. between Silverton and Uray. It's just Wait. on the side of the road. Yeah, people just pull in there and they and they and that's where they camp. It's you know no amenities or whatever. Yeah, we you know we, we left, left our trailer there, before uh, two different times. We left it there and for weeks at a time and nobody ever bothered it. Uh, I really didn't think about people stealing stuff. Now, if it was in the Ozarks or the Washita's, I would be a little more worried about it yeah. uh, because you've got, you know, deer hunters, you got people on four wheelers that are going by. Um, I really don't know what to Crazy tell you. Uh, with ours now with y'all's, you can lock the door. Uh, but with ours, everything is out in the open. So I can tell you right now that we yeah. will probably we've we've left it once, and it absolutely terrifies me. But we do have security things that are left behind on it. Um, I yeah. won't go into that detail because I don't want people to then try to find that. Um, but with that being said, we also know we're really good friends with um, Kelly and her husband from Dome Life. Yeah. And they just had, you know, their camper completely stolen. They had left it, I think, overnight at near Lake Sylvia in Washtenaw mm-hmm. or something like that. And that was their home. Yeah. Everything they had was in it. And so I think you just have to be really mindful of your surroundings. And I don't know. That's it still scares me every time. <laughs> um, I, I think the yeah, best I, thing I, that I you can possibly do. Um, yeah, Matt's a little bit less worried about it than I am, which makes me even more worried about yeah. it. I think the best thing well, that you could possibly do is getting a tra- get a tracking device on it. Um, but with them stealing stuff out of it, there's really nothing that we could do to keep them from that the way ours is. Yeah. I will say there's also... Yeah, you can't um, stop people from vandalizing it. No. No. No, you can't have any, you know, there's not really anything there. There are like locking hubcap things that you can get. Yeah. Um, we'll lock. Yeah, we'll lock. And I and I can tell you this, you know, I was raised to re- respect people's privacy, and and I can promise you that people in today's society are not taught that. Um, no. And you know, we were out camped in the Washitas a few weeks ago, and some two different times people came right in on us, and mm-hmm. just they were wanted to look at the creek or whatever, and they walked right up to us, yeah. walked past us, and they. They were right there beside us, and and you know, uh, it was just one of those things where I thought to myself, I would never do that. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, the way that it's like your personal raised, space. It, it it really is, um, but you know, people will walk in there, and if they see you're not there, it's very easy for them to grab a gas can. And I tell you what, gas mm-hmm. cans right now are are going to be a hot, hot. commodity. Uh, yeah. So you know, all that stuff they just pick up and take off. So. Yeah. I don't think you could buy enough cables and locks to keep everything down, but you know, that's, that's one way to do it, but it's, it's yeah, something to Robert think about. Were, sure. yeah, Robert and I were camped in the, in the Ozarks on uh, one of the streams and we were, you know, I can't remember if we were cooking or maybe we were swimming and a vehicle comes up, 
parks in our camp and they get out and come down to the water and we're like sure come on share our camp with us yeah <laughs> yeah crap yeah yeah it's because they reckon they're like we see you on youtube let's hang out <laughs> no that was before, that was before then yeah. there was like uh when joey and i was, was camped there it was ago. like a family of seven i mean oh, yeah. like yeah it was yeah they yeah. just walked down and they waved and let the kids play in the water and do whatever. I mean, they were then 15 foot of us. <laughs> so uh, it was, it was really odd, but that that's just something you got to think about. So Robert said, Matt does sometimes, but usually they like being in the videos, especially if they camp really close to the waterfalls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt's going to make you Insta famous. If you walk into his campsite, I just, <laughs> what's, what's gonna happen? It's awesome. well, I married him. That's why I married him. <laughs> Oh, so what are y'all planning to shop for it more? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we all have both vehicles aboard. We all have both rigs. Well, mine will be in the Artemis booth. We'll have to take hers to uh, go back and forth to our Airbnb where we're mm -hmm. staying. Okay. Um, yeah. Are you not so, going to have yours in the Storyteller? I thought you were listed as a Storyteller. I don't know why he listed me in the storyteller. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be in the Artemis booth, um, probably with my trailer as well. Okay. And uh, we'll be using Connie's rig to drive us back and forth to the, the shuttle Airbnb. services. Yeah, I'll we've got our, <laughs> our our buddy from West Virginia that we went out and saw. He's actually going to be in the Rattle Rack booth right across from us. Uh, and Tony's going to be there. Uh, okay. We're actually staying with with them in an Airbnb, so we're gonna have to shuttle people back and forth in, our, in Connie's rig. So yeah, well, uh, I'm we'll definitely no coming over there, there to shower. I'm, I told Connie I'm coming to the Airbnb <laughs> to take a shower. Yeah, we're camping at more. We're gonna be at the expo the whole time. I mean, we're I don't mind showering at the house at the at the camp. It just will be a little weird to have all of our patrons and subscribers around us. Like this That'll is make guys. a good video. <laughs> this is real life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the way it happens you when about, you're. <laughs> you talk about the gas. We're taking both vehicles and pulling the tank up there, so we'll have have all three up there. Yeah, so yeah. The gladiator, will be, the gladiator will will be parked in the storyteller area the whole time, so we'll be using we'll be using. Well, mine will be parked there. I think for maybe places. one or two days. Yeah, yours will be yeah. there on Saturday, and then we're taking e-bikes before the rest. Sweet. <laughs> Well, I I may be taking uh, my adventure bike that I just built. Um, it oh, may be in the Dow Dynamics booth. We'll see. He, oh. he mentioned something about having it in there, but yeah. So That's I may be pulling. I may be pulling a motorcycle or a trailer up this Saturday, and then next Wednesday be pulling the other trailer up. So uh, it's going to be uh, it's oh. going to be uh, eventful. <laughs> All these people saying that they live close. I may hit you up for a shower. Don't be, oh don't, boy, here we, go. Mm -hmm. here we go. Chad says not enough people have been taught outdoor ethics. I agree. That could be a class in right. itself. Well, I, and that you can see that every time you go uh, by the amount of trash that we always have to pick oh up. So, you know, that's right. that's a good indicator that there's those people are everywhere. Yeah, Matt. Whenever they went to the Kentucky Trail, like I don't know if it was it was the previous um first, episode first yeah day. the first one um where they just they pulled up on a camp spot and they said that they could have filled three trash bags full of trash but yeah. you said that you could have filled at up. least 10 probably yeah it's the fire pits that they yeah. use for in our room. trash this wasn't fire pits this was just trash everywhere mm. clothes diapers, you're delayed and it's so funny glass. you look like one of those bad oh movies over in china <laughs> <laughs> 
Kung Fu Theater. We're on the same internet. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I love it. You know, I had I had I had a horrible issue with that earlier, so I'm glad it's not just me. And it may be it may be the Conway area. You know, it may, it may be. be Conway area. So okay, so real quick, what are you what are you looking for shopping though? You never entered. Um, you know, I'm not really are looking you dialed for dialed in. Are you done? Um, you know, every I really I homemade everything that I had when I first built the FJ. Uh, I homemade everything. I built everything from scratch or I had the welding shop built it. In the last two years, I have spent upgrading everything from homemade to actually manufactured. And the reason is, is because it's lighter and stronger. Um, trying to go with a lot of aluminum. I had a steel roof rack. I got aluminum roof rack now. Um, and so, you know, different things like that. So, uh, mainly I'm not going to be shopping. Now there are some things that I want to see. Um, I know, um, that, uh, the place where you bought your Outback RV of Texas is going to yeah. be there. And I yeah, hope they bring a Conqueror 440 because I want to see that. Uh, so, we're, we're still constantly shopping for trailers. Uh, I haven't made my mind up uh, what our trailer, our, tra our forever trailer, want, I want it to be. So I'm constantly have my, have my mind open because every, every single year there are new trailers that are brought from overseas, Australia, South Africa, that are making their way to the United States. So I'm mm -hmm. keeping my, my mind open. I have about a five-year window uh, to purchase that. So... I have it narrowed down now, but there's new ones that are coming all the time. Yeah. And you really don't have a good idea about what they do, what they look like, how big they are until you actually see one in person. And there's going to be so many trailers at more. It's there's, I think he said 60 trailer <sighs> manufacturers. Uh, so really? I'm going to be, I'm going to have my eyes open for that. Um, I'm not really looking for any equipment or gear. Now I'm sure there will be something there. Mm -hmm. that I will see that I want, um, but uh, not really shopping for anything. I just want to meet and talk to people because this is the one of the few times that you actually get to see people that you only see two or three times a year. Yeah. So, you know, getting Perfect. to hang out with that's those true. people, and that's, people that's, that's, that's always something I look forward to. Yeah, we're super pumped. And we have a lot of people coming from up north that I've never met. Like I see Northology Adventures in here at Sydney Pope. You know, and I'm having the women's thing on Saturday, so I can't wait to meet some of those ladies and get mm -hmm. to know them. And, and yeah, that, what time is that care again? Yeah, it's Saturday at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. You're going to have to get permission from Aaron to leave the register yeah. <laughs> at 2 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah, that's a hot time right there. That's when a lot of people will be walking around. So, yeah, yeah. that's that was my goal. Good. But anyways, Good. yeah, um, super pumped to see all that. I, I know that Matt is going to look at the long range gas tanks since we were yeah. talking about. That's yeah, that's something I that I've highly considered. Um, yeah. That way, when I that way when I fill up my Gladiator, it yes, Robert, seventy dollars, it costs me one hundred and forty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I mean, who knows? Uh, I've, I've always looked at those. I've priced those with Jason Harris. Um, and um and really has considered those uh cost effective mm -hmm. i'm not sure um 
Because I think it help if you're on a trail and you need the gas. Like you have an extra it's yeah, security I, there. I, oh yeah, I that's one. Yeah. I, I don't need one now. I in three in three and a half years, yeah. mm -hmm. when we're on the road full time, I'm gonna need one. You're gonna need one then. Yeah. So, because yeah. if if you um, get out I'm west looking ahead. If you get way out west, out into the Nevada, California, where it's mm -hmm. 200 miles plus between gas yeah. stations, or Alaska. Uh, you're really, yeah. really pushing it if you don't have that extra space. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, well, like I, right I, now, I uh, the places that we go, we, we have to stop about every 150 miles anyway to stretch our legs, let bruiser out of whatever. Yeah. Um, and so that's not really an issue. I can carry... Um, I think I've got a three gallon roto packs uh, that I carry everywhere. So, I mean, we've got an extra three gallons if we need it. Uh, and that usually help helps, but uh, having to have an extra 15, 20 gallons, uh, I haven't really run into that yet. So yeah, Robert's at 2,400 bucks for the extended tank for the four. That's about what it is for the FJ as well. That's with yeah. uh, installation and everything. So yeah. The and one well, thing yeah. that I know I'm going to come home with, Sarah didn't even know this. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the are first year we nearly bought an open. No, these are. I just want bungee cords. The second year we nearly bought a van. What are you bungee? about to say? Like the ultimate uh, bungee. The the rubber ones with the little holes in them that you can. Uh, I, I don't know what they're called. The ultimate bungee. Yeah. Aaron yeah, the has ultimate those. Bungee. Yeah, Aaron that's has. what I want. Yeah, yeah. Aaron is what I'm even for. for. For strapping down stuff in the back Strap of the body. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, I got that new t new t top secret thing. That eventually, and I'm gonna be able to strap stuff down. Oh, jeez! A top secret thing. It's top secret. Thing. It is. It's top secret. Are y'all in a secret. mad crutch to do things like before more? Are y'all no. just like mm -mm. we are in mad? We're like with Arla and Tony. Arla's Jeep is torn completely apart. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Uh, I told Tony I his uh, his timing was awful. It's real bad. That's ours too. That's where we're at. Yeah. So we may be hollering at you since we know you're not doing nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, before <laughs> more between, yeah. well, I got a week to, I've got a new lift coming for the gladiator. Mm -hmm. I've got, uh, obviously I've got tires. Um, that's going to go on one of the vehicles. We're not telling which <laughs> one yet. Um, I've got Rhino rack. Uh, we're, we're getting the platform instead of the vortex bars. Hold on so a second. that's on its way. I like this idea. Um, you need enough gas to get in and out of California. Because can you, without paying for the prices? Yeah, so we could idea. use an extra gas tank for just to be mm -hmm. able to not pay the mountain prices. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got a new bed rack coming. Um, I'm currently, <laughs> I already have my front drive shaft out. I've got a new one in the garage that I got to put in. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, and, and, and editing videos in my, my job. So, yeah, yeah, you gotta throw a little work in there, right? Yeah, work. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm with you, man. I I edit videos and it's it's painful sometimes. It is. It's a lot of work. Painful. Oh my word! So you, you didn't get to talk to Chad Ellis about Caleb's new truck. He got an amazing deal on an amazing Tacoma. Have you seen what he bought? Incredible. I'll send you he pictures after this. A, but look, Caleb's new trunk a, has a long drain tank. I see that. But he found a he found a, a 2018 Tacoma. Yeah. 
that apparently already has a long range tank, already has got freaking incredible bumpers front and rear winch. It's got a go fast camper shell on the back with the tip oh, wow. and everything. I mean, it is, I mean, it's, it is a turnkey overlanding beast of a Tacoma. Yeah. That, uh, that, that he founded a dealership that someone oh, traded in. I hope he got a good deal on that. Then the dealership didn't have a clue. Yeah. If they don't have a clue what they got, that's, that's, you fell into a, a pit of heaven. That's yeah. amazing. That's yeah, awesome. for sure. Oh, well, I, I, I just brought it in. Hold on just a second. I want to, cause you have to see it. Like I want everybody to oh, see and it's on what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah this is a, it. And it's a TRD Pro. Hold, oh, hold on. Where wow. do you go? Oh, hold on. Come on. Hold on. I know. The, the anticipation is building. Hold on. You got. You got to see it. Keep Robert on. said, hold "What on. did he do with his third gen Forerunner? He sold it. He sold it. There it is. Nice. Go for this. Wow. Yeah, and it has I mean, a long range tank. Like it has a back out. A, yeah. If I saw something like that sitting on a used car lot, I'd hit the brakes and go in there immediately. I don't care. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. that's Even if you don't deal. want it, you're calling everybody that you know that might want it. And you're exactly. staying there and holding it where I'm like a good friend. Well, that's yeah. like that's like a unicorn. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I bet you he could flip uh, it. Hey, he probably could. <laughs> but he won't. He's gonna drive. He's gonna drive the crap out of that thing. Yeah. I think I hear Breezer in the background snoring, so I think he's ready for bed. <laughs> Wherever I he's knew, at, I he's knew when we had them on, we were gonna go way long. I knew. Yeah. We just, it's I, like we're. It's, it's like this we're is what happens. Together. This is just like when we go eat Mexican. Yeah. It is. It's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. We're there for four hours, and the waitress finally time. stops checking on us. She's like, "I'm done with this table." Yeah. Next, yeah. next time. Next time we go out to eat, we just need to set a camera up and call it a a, a podcast. Yeah, well, we can just go live. Just oh, go man. live. I love He's, it. I don't know. You paid less than a stock TRD Pro sells for. Wow, that's pretty freaking sweet. Well, I know how it's much that deal. camper is, and so that's a good deal. That's yeah. a good that's deal. A heck of a deal. Really nice. All right, I'm going to bed now. <laughs> Y'all can stay in chat. I'm leaving. Hey, we appreciate you being on here, Matt. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Bye, babe. Yeah. Oh, you, you just you're the off. weakest link. I love how I can do that. Goodbye. Say you're the weakest link. Goodbye. Oh, he really uh, is. Sarah has really all is. the controls. So. He's back in the he's back in the green room over here, just looking at me like, what? What? <laughs> oh, you oh, let him back. And he's gone. <laughs> Poor Matt. Don't be quick on that. I know. But anyways, no, I've loved having you on and just being able to learn more about you. You know, we see you go, professor, all of that jazz and the, the shenanigans that you and Tony do. But I just love you both as a couple and y'all are some amazing friends. Well, thank you. We love y'all. We, 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 we appreciate it. We, uh, we, we appreciate you having us on. It was, yeah. uh, it was a, uh, an honor to be on your show. I appreciate that. And you know yeah. what? Uh, you know, you from, the day, with this. from the day that I suggested you have your own show, <laughs> I have loved your show. And so I'm Aww. really glad that, um, you know, you turned me down at first and said, oh, shut up. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, okay. and then you were like, 
oh, tell me more. How does this work? How's this work? How's yeah. this work? How's this work? And then you actually went through with it. I'm, I'm excited that. Uh, well, that I appreciate doing. you. You lit a fire. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> hey, you're coming in a lot better right there. <laughs> oh, oh man. If we don't see you before more. There's no walls here. She can't keep me out. I can punch, I'm going to punch him like Will Smith did Chris Rock. Oh, I knew that was coming up. Knew it was coming up. <laughs> well, we will see you guys at more, if not before, because we will need your help installing things. Sounds great. Sounds great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Can't wait to see you all next week. And I can't wait to see most of you at more. Everybody have a good night. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>